Idleman Unplugged is part of the Edify Podcast Network. I want to see your face Pass me by the crowds of people The priests who sing your praise Hello, my name is Shane Idleman, and I'm the pastor of Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California. It is my personal heart and goal for you to see truth through a biblical perspective. I hope that you enjoy this segment of Idleman Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Idleman Unplugged. Uh, we are talking about 20 years of marriage. And you know what? I'm just going to throw this out there. You could be a pastor listening or someone in Christian leadership. Under Pastors Unplugged, we just recorded, um, what was the title? Married in the Ministry, but not to the Ministry. And that's going to hit on whole a whole bunch of different topics on that one, too. But this one is more 20 years answering maybe questions that have come in. Um, and this is going to talk to the average person all the way up to pastors and pastors' wives. And I think a lot of the questions that come in are people, when I, when I read in between the lines, uh, they're saying, tell me I'm normal. Mm-hmm. You know, tell me I didn't miss it. Tell me uh, I'm not you know, making a decision in this marriage. And again, we could have how many different ways we want to take this, but 20 years of marriage. I don't know what we'll title this, maybe what we learned in 20 years of marriage. Um, but I think the first thing is to let you know that uh, there is no perfect marriage. And we both went into this with, with certain ideals. Um, you know, I'm marrying such and such, and she's marrying such and such. It's going to be great. We're going to be Christians together. No real issues. We'll work through everything. You know, I'll get my way. She'll get her way. And then two sinners move in together, are married. And it's like, wow, everything. I mean, you name it. Um, you know, she was not really into health and fitness where I was. That's one. I was an early riser. She wasn't. Uh, so even our eating was way off, you know, introvert, I'm, extrovert, I'm ready for schedules. lunch and you're having to have breakfast and so introvert, extroverts, uh, type a where you're more. Th- so God actually spender, uses it saver. to, yeah, I'm the saver <laughs> <laughs> suspender, but I can spend too. I mean, you can spend yeah. if you put your mind to it. Yeah. If I'm, so, you know, but I, we also realize that God uses, uh, that, that offset to make us whole. Um, two shows shall become one where I'm deficit in one area. She's strong and vice versa. And God will use that and recognizing, um, that grumbling and complaining in marriage is not healthy. It will never lead to anywhere. Good. It is just, man, if you're grumbling and complaining, I mean, it's going to happen. So you take it to the Lord and you process it. But if you're always nagging your spouse, Golly, that's, I mean, that's where, that's the seeds of discord. And that's where affairs begin. People think, people think affairs begin just running into someone and, oh, I'm attracted to them. Oh, not really. Cause you probably run into people you're attracted to, even when you're married. I don't, but you probably do. Um, so, <laughs> so, um, what was my whole point? Oh, yeah. So it's not that. It's where the heart is at. It's like, oh, disgruntled, discord, grumbling, complaining. Why did I marry this person? They're overweight or they don't take care of themselves or they're a jerk or I don't even like looking at them anymore. Or And, and you talk to your friends about it and, whew, man, when weeks go by, months go by, the, the home environment is unhealthy. 
the kids can sense it. And I think that's where a lot of discord starts is with the grumbling and complaining, maybe unmet expectations. And you can probably talk about this a little bit more than me because um, I think for me, I haven't been, my, my expectations weren't, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, weren't let down. Yeah. Well, I think typically men are, are definitely more, I don't mean this in a bad way, simple. Like you just, yeah. you want a woman to love and get married and provide yeah. for her and, and yeah. life is great. And the woman's over here like, why isn't he doing this or this or this or this or that or comparing. And um, I think we're more complex in our thinking and definitely probably our expectations. Oh, for sure. and you can chime in here. <laughs> How many years ago was that? 2012? Just 10 years ago, maybe, mm-hmm. where, I, where we rated our marriage. Oh, gosh. And I thought it was like, um, yeah. I don't know, eight you or nine? Eight? I, I think you said eight, and maybe. Nine, and you're like, maybe two or three. I'm like, yeah. what the <laughs> heck is going on? But yeah. remember, women are the emotional, mm-hmm. you know, touchy-feely, sensitive. And if, mm-hmm. if those areas are unbalanced in the home, they're not going to feel... Um, yeah, loved, loved, like, you know. especially where the mm-hmm. guy, like you said, if hey, there's food and and the house environment is kept up, and there's intimacy with the couple, and mm-hmm. bills are paid. I mean, we're good. Things we're are pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and over here, like I don't feel loved. You're not hugging me, or you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. Um, so I think I think women tend to fall into that expectation trap a little more. Although I think I think men can for sure. Um, so that's one thing. One one thing I learned was, in fact, within our within the first few months, I remember I won't go into detail, but I remember a situation where um, I just expected something to be different and it didn't turn out that way. And I just <laughs> went in the other room and cried. And you probably didn't even know that anything was wrong. And I was just like, Lord, what? And I just felt like the Lord tell me in that moment, he will never meet 100% of your needs. Like that's, that's my job. That's what I'm here not for. Not even 90%. Not, yeah. <laughs> right. Not even 50%. I mean, we, we your spouse is not going to be the one to meet every need. That's, that's what we have. That's where we go to Christ. But he does, uh, you know, he does give us a spouse and he does work through, through your husband or wife for sure. Um, in different areas and, and the practical, practical, tangible, you know, ways. But if we're putting all our eggs in the basket of this guy or this lady's going to, you know, meet, uh, meet all of my needs, we're in for a rude awakening. Yeah, very rude. And the key is, just so you know, is there's so many different people probably listening in different areas spiritually, but you've got to make your relationship with God the priority. That, that's the foundation. If you don't have time for prayer, time for God's word, time to stay humble and pliable and broken and Lord, use me, I, I repent. I'm sorry in this area. I need to work on it. God help me. And applying his word, you're, you're, it's, it's really going to be difficult. It's already challenging enough. So that's the foundation. You got to start there. Get that time in with the Lord. And um, I would say make sure to listen to the other podcast. Married to the ministry, but not married in the ministry, ministry, but not to the ministry. It was mainly for pastors on Pastors Unplugged, but we talked about some really good things. And you'll learn what what the number one thing is we recommend to get rid of to help with irritability, anxiety, and fights and things like that. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to listen to that because we won't repeat everything here. But um, so that's the foundation. And then from that, it it is selflessness. you know, for example, we're on our 20-year anniversary this week, and there's, 
probably things I'd rather do. Mm-hmm. You know, got hiking, ki- kayaking, fly fishing up in the mountains, and there's other things she'd rather do. Um, and mm-hmm. so just, okay, finding that middle ground, but that's kind of, you know, that's probably an easy example, but at home in the home life, well, can I tell a funny story? Understanding. Yeah. Let me, let me yeah. finish the thought here first at the home life where you're, you know, you're doing laundry, you're maybe not mm-hmm. feeling good about yourself. Um, you just at rock bottom and this is where you have to take it to the Lord, take your thoughts captive, get into God's word, let him change your heart and his heart and grumbling and complaining will get you nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then, um, also, expectations. You know what, Lord, you, like you said, you're going to be my everything. Uh, he's not going to meet my every need. He might upset me. Help me be thankful in all things. Thank you for this home. Thank you for these kids. And you start to change your whole mindset. And yeah. it becomes very, very, uh, very different. Life and marriage becomes very different when your mindset changes. So funny yeah. story time. I have something on both of those, actually. So the funny story with... Um, differences and things. So last year we're, you know, approaching our 20th anniversary. And so I start thinking, I I start thinking ahead of time, you know, oh, 20 years, that's a big deal. We should do something big. We should do the, you know, I've never been to the Bahamas or I've never even been to Hawaii or anything like that. And then I started thinking with all the shutdowns and craziness, you know, I don't want to get stuck out of the country and not be able to get back in. So maybe, you know, the Florida Keys or something, you know, that feels tropical and um, and so then, you know, Shane's like, well, how about Mammoth and June Lake, <laughs> which is where our honeymoon Wait, was. this is top secret. No, no this is not location. top secret. We'll, we'll be gone. I'm we'll kidding. be home by the time. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. It's a joke. Um, and People so, know who follow the Instagram pictures and stuff. Yeah, they know. This is our favorite place. Mammoth so I'm lakes. thinking more of this is one of my favorite places, 100%. But, but in my head, I'm 20 like, year. 20 years, it ha- go big or go home. and. And we kind of got, not in arguments, but, you know. You know, a little irritations on both sides. The funny thing is I actually don't love the beach. I can look at it and appreciate it. And, wow, God's creation is amazing. The ocean is huge. Um, But it's not my – I I like the mountains and lakes as well, although the Florida beach might have been a fun But also here's where the spender-saver comes in, balance, because I'm thinking, what in the world would that cost? Yeah. But, but that's, then that's where I'm like, well, yeah. we should have been saving up then. We have 20 fun. years coming, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, it's just so funny. So, anyway, here we are in the mountains um, loving it. It's beautiful and, and having a great time. Uh, and I told Shane, you know, I'll just – that's fine. Let's go to the mountains. I'll I'll do a trip with the girls at some point if that's not your favorite – you know, if you don't have any desire to do that. I do so want to in... go to Florida, though. Oh, hey. DeSantis. <laughs> yes. Um, so, anyway, here we are at our cabin watching the news and Hurricane Ian is getting ready to hit. Or we Ira. Would, is it Ian? I, I it think be. it's Ian. Oh, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know the wrong. name of it. But, um, I'll look real quick. So we're definitely, we're definitely praying for all of those for sure. But I'm just sitting here going, Lord, you are so good. If I had thrown a fit and insisted on my way and, you know, and just been a baby about it. No, it's our 20th. You never take blah, 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 blah. We'd be stranded. Uh, what's uh, the word? Evacuated. Oh, it's Hurricane Sitting. Ian. I A N. Yeah, Ian. Two point five million are left told to evacuate. Millions will be out of power. Shelters are. That opening would be up. us celebrating our twentieth anniversary. <sighs> Imagine had I thrown Smokes. a fit. You went along with it. We're there. We'd both be so miserable. I'd have so much guilt that I couldn't handle myself. Mm. <laughs> like, so it's just those. One um, example where the man led too. Right. That area. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was, you know, I did. I follow along. I don't think I gave you too hard of a time, although no, it was good. Knew, and that's what I, the, that's what I do. Is I, you know, look at the finances, of course. Mm-hmm. Look at, I mean, that's far away from our five kids. That you know, yeah, I, I'm thinking that way sure. too. 
Um, I have no idea about flying. a hurricane. And don't. I have to fly. <laughs> I have to do flying. But last time we flew together was New York. Uh, oh no, Dallas. We went to oh, Dallas, yeah, Dallas yeah. Um, to visit Chip and jo Joanne's little thing there. Yeah. Um, so that yeah no I'm but if you add all those up flying cost right. and then we only have maybe five days so one day one day back kids are out there um, and we I think I prefer the app the environment of the mountains versus sticky Definitely. beach yeah. humid but just slower we know the area yeah. we're not going to be you know trying to find things so anyway just a funny story on that and moral of the story you know. Submit and don't throw a fit. <laughs> Submit and don't throw a fit. Well, well 20 years oh, of marriage, let's talk me. about this word. This is a, you know what I I think helps people is submission, when you look it up and do a, a, a study on it, it really means yielding. So when I get to a stop sign, I'm going to yield to the person who has the right of way so I don't get in a car accident. Mm -hmm. So this idea of like, oh, I got to sit, sit here and do whatever he tells me to do. And mm -hmm. it's no, it's yielding and understanding the man isn't always right. The man doesn't call all the shots, but there is, I mean, if you have two heads, that's yeah. not healthy. That's ugly. Yeah. So you have, um, you know, the man leading, and then he also looks at the needs of the family. So for example, me leading up here, I'm leading, but submitting to what she wants to do. Mm -hmm. Let's go read by the lake. Okay. Can I fish by the lake? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> um, but so we're going to go read by the lake. Uh, <laughs> and, and you can fish. You know, and I might fish. <laughs> um, and then, oh my Lord. <laughs> she, of all the things she goes, I, I, we have to at least see Rainbow Falls. So like that's the only thing that's like, devil's like, I, definitely, like I, I would love to do this. I would love to do that. But if we do nothing else, here's something that I've always heard about. I just would love to go. And I said, let's go right now. So we got ready, went there. Um, I was tired, didn't feel like it because the altitude. And, and so once we got here, once we're hiking, it was fun. Um, jumped in the water, freezing cold, <laughs> had to walk back a mile and a half in wet shoes and wet shorts and wet shirts and but uh, submitting to that. So see, I think people forget that they think it's just the man controlling yeah. all the like, nope, we're going to do this. Nope, we're going to do this. Nope, we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. I think the man takes in all the information, what's best for the family, what's best, you know, I, I'm the spiritual covering and, um, mm -hmm. and and physically, spiritually, I mean, guarding the home physically, uh, financially, relationally, and looking at all the needs out there and then leading. But in that leadership comes a lot of submission, mm -hmm. submitting what like we just had to make a decision um, for my son not to play basketball, mm -hmm. and um, you know Morgan said, "Hey, just whatever you think." And so we looked at the scheduling, the 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 it, the conflict it would have caused, and already too busy, and just had to make a decision uh, based on on that mm -hmm. too. And so anyway, I think that's what submission is. If the man has to say, "Hey, submit to me, woman," and quote scripture, you mm -hmm. are out of order. Yeah. She'll want to submit. Now, granted, there are some, and I'm glad I'm not married to any, or any <laughs> polygamy. One. That's why it's called unplugged, so we don't go back and edit this stuff out. Um, where I'm married to a strong type A personality, and we know some, and that would probably not be very... I don't think you could do it. Yeah, that would be like, wow. Although sometimes I am... I mean... Sometimes I probably give you a run for your money. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. sure. So, for sure. But anyway, yeah, from your perspective, submission isn't, oh, here we go again. What do you want to do all day? And I'm just going to submit to this. And you say, no, you actually 
I don't know if that's a good idea financially or like we've got to prepare for a wedding coming up and hey, we got to start having a wedding fund and, and okay, it's a good point or the kids need this. What are we going to do? Okay. And I'm submitting to the needs of the family, but I'm leading in that, if right. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I think I could probably count on my hand, maybe two hands in 20 years of marriage, the amount of times where we came to a head where I really, really had a different opinion on something than you, and I just had to. I mean, I'm thinking of one early on. We'll I'm talk not about mention. this later because <laughs> I'm not too sure what these could I'm be. I'm not going to mention because. Oh yeah, um, I was thinking that one too. Just be, well, for the oh, sake yeah, of she wrote it down. possible listeners. Yeah, she wrote it but, down. Um, there but, was one but that looking I, back. Oh, looking back, a hundred percent. But it, it was one situation. Wait, hundred percent. We're glad that. That we didn't, that I listened to you. Oh, yeah, the, okay. That, yeah, looking back, it was probably the, the right choice. Um, It was the right choice. So anyway, there there have only, what am I trying to say? So in other words, I agree. There's times, you know, we'll, maybe we disagree. And so I'll give my opinion and, and he'll maybe change his mind or maybe not. And it's like, okay, it's really not a huge, like, I'm fine, whatever. Um, but only, but those big ones, there's yeah. only been a few. And, and the man wants the harmony, good, so they normally right. want, okay, what, where can we find the a middle ground? The great thing, too, ladies, about this is, like I've thought over the years, you know what? If if the Lord put this, resp- first of all, I don't want this responsibility. Having to provide for the family, lead the family, no thank you. That's too much for my shoulders. But when the Lord puts it on him, if he's making a decision that you don't agree with or you can kind of maybe see the end result and see how it's going to pan out, and you're like, eh, you know what? It's his fault. <laughs> yeah, say, I mean, yeah. you can just sit back and go, okay, I, you know, yeah. then, then the consequence of this is not my fault. It's going to be you, you yeah. insisted and you felt this way. And so you, you know, and that's how they learn too. Cause I don't think men, I think they're definitely ingrained and, and designed with a desire to lead and guide, but they don't learn that automatically perfectly. They have to go through, we have to allow them the opportunity to, uh, for lack of a better word, fail in a few areas and and learn mm-hmm. and let the Lord le- guide and mold them into the leader that they need to be. So and, I think we need to really allow them. And I think, too, when it's like, let's say we had some extra money for investment or something, whether yeah. buy a little silver or whatever or yeah. um, or sell our house or I mean, you know, the key for men is not to just say, yep, here's what we're doing. It's like, hey, yeah. what are your thoughts? good point. How's this going to affect our kids? How's it going to affect us financially? And you take it to Lord in prayer. I don't think we've ever made any major decision just real quick. So and never with you saying, here's what we're doing. I don't care what you think. It's always like you said, you know, what a good conversation. And, but at the end of the day, there's a mutual respect knowing no matter whatever that conversation is at the end of the day, I trust that the Lord's leading you. So if I can try, it really goes back to, do we trust the Lord? Because if we can trust the Lord's leading the husband, even Mm -hmm. though the husband might not be perfect or make perfect decisions, ultimately the Lord's our provider. The Lord's the one that takes care of us. Then we can, and, and we see in his word, this beautiful cycle of he loving, loving the church, loving his wife as Christ loved the church. She's submitting. It's a beautiful harmony when we stay in God's word and keep on that course. Yeah. It's, and it's hard decisions sometimes. So submission is the key. Here's the takeaway. You submit to Christ men. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's why you make foolish decisions. That's why you get the spouse upset. It's, it's fleshly decisions. So when I'm making decisions, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, they're not all fleshly. It's God ordained. I mean, I know a difficult one we had 
a while back was whether, you know, we're, we've been homeschooling for years. Should we put our son into a school a couple of days a week? Um, and I'm seeing, I got this 13 year old, all boy, I mean, home with four girls. We got to get this guy into some sports. I think we agreed and, on that though. Yeah. But, um, I had to take the lead. Mm-hmm. Like you weren't sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know. We kind of went back and forth mm-hmm. for a couple months. And so the point was I had to just say, okay, yeah, here's what we're doing mm-hmm. and not waiting on you to tell me right. what we're doing. Cause yeah, you're like, I don't I know. I don't know. What do we do? Like, what do you what think? What if this and what if yeah, that? And, yeah. said, okay. Well, I, I've been in prayer. I see the wisdom in it mm-hmm. and that might not work for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I mean, people, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the hard school homeschooling people are like, you're not a true homeschooler because you did that. <laughs> like, guys, come on. Give me a break. Yeah. You gotta, and the man, We're still I believe. We're homeschooling him. Well, here's, a, exactly. Well, the man has to also help regulate the spiritual condition of the home. Mm-hmm. If you see your spouse is getting overwhelmed mm-hmm. and yeah. this is not going to end up in a healthy spot. This is not. This is going to hurt her um, mentally, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally then, um, you know, we've got to make some different decisions. And also, men submit as well. For example, and and if it were up to me, we probably have seven kids, eight kids. I mean, I just love yeah, kids. I so, know. and you have always you're said pretty that. adamant on we are done. Yeah. We are done, 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 done. Done as it gets. Done, done. as it gets. Actually, and I'm like, after oh, number three, I was oh. done. And then the Lord, oh, see, see, uh, a mutual but if so number four Lord... and five are listening we love you <laughs> we thank god for you absolutely i'm that's glad what... i'm glad <laughs> that's what I'm gonna i was we, we thought our we thought our family was complete after three and then the she lord did, but... and then the, the lord blessed you mm. and gave gave us no blessed yeah. us both and gave us two extra surprises so that's awesome and looking back it's thank god oh for gosh that. what I mean, would we do we, without him yeah and so There's it's a no-brainer part but that family. was one area i had to you know, when you see your wife going through postpartum, and I mean, come on, guys, mm. <laughs> nine months carrying a baby sick and then mm. nursing and getting up all the time, birthing, diaper changing. And then, you know, you, I don't I don't think we experience one percent of it, you know, the hard part. Mm. Um, and so I just submit to that. And it was it was tough. Um as I was getting older and wanting, you know, more, but mm-hmm. that was an area I submitted to. Um, and glad I did, you know, mm-hmm. no regrets because mm-hmm. we don't, I mean, God, God knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know if there was a lot of, we're all, all over the place on this one, but <laughs> those are the main questions. Like how do you handle financial issues? Well, that's a cause of many problems because first it's our fleshly nature. I want, 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 want. How many of us mm-hmm. buy homes we can't afford, things we don't need, get overextended, keep up with the Joneses? So again, back to that relationship with the Lord, back yes. to obedience in his word, back to brokenness and humility. And then, um, you know, I became pretty fugal, fugal, frugal. frugal. <laughs> what am I thinking of here? Um, over the years, because of that time with the Lord, understanding we can't take a lot of this with us. I mean, every time we move, we're like, we've never used this stuff. And so we've got, I think our house is pretty simple for a family of seven. We don't have a lot of mm-hmm. extra stuff. And, and, but we've had some discussions on where finances, she's more like, Hey, we've have some, we need to have fun now, you know, and do some things and which is true. But then on the other side, we've got also save and prepare, which I'm glad we did. when we had that huge recession in 2009, yes. Eight nine when I mean we just we almost lost it. pretty much all of our savings yeah. went within a year and a half and then um, 
but I'm glad we saved. And that's where I had to say, no, we're saving, we're saving, we're saving, because I can, I can tell where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, I think hopefully that helps is that there are the financial things you both have to submit to God's word. What does God's word say about finances? You can't have everything you want. Uh, you, you, your kids don't need the, the most expensive this and that. Um, I've even had to back away from, you know, I, I would probably take more supplements or just like, I love healthy, just mm-hmm. food and that can get expensive. And so backing away from that, especially we're recording this yeah. where gas by our house is 608 recession, $6 and eight cents recession price of food. I mean, we just added it up. Uh, yeah, $1,200 we spent just in, in food, Vons, Costco, Trader Joe's. It just uh, used to be $800 budget, 1200 And that's not including, you know, if I went and bought some things. Right. Um, so I don't know what the point of all that was, but, um, oh, the major, a major cause financial. are financial problems and then intimacy problems. Mm-hmm. You know, men are different than women. And so working through that, respecting both uh, boundaries and also, mm-hmm. I mean, Corinthians says it's not really your body, mm-hmm. even though it is, it, it comes to like, if there's needs yeah. of the spouse, you know, there's a submission that takes place mutually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also discontent, uh, and just bitter, angry at the marriage. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's what happens to all of us. I think we didn't, yeah. I didn't expect this. I thought I'd have that, you know, white picket fence on mm-hmm. five acres in this beautiful place, mm-hmm. not living in Los Angeles County <laughs> with where things are going. And we've got our governor that is just, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to go there. Um, it just the politicians and what they're leaving our, our state and getting even disgruntled with where God put us, but understanding that where he puts us is where he wants us. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't really argued too much about where we live because it's where God has us. And so I hate to say this, but I, don't you think it's taking it back to that time with the Lord, mm-hmm. intimacy, brokenness, repenting, Lord, my attitude's not right. My agendas aren't right. My, mm-hmm. I have ulterior motives in this. I'm not being nice to sure. my spouse, snapping at the kids. I'm, I'm too busy. I'm rating success. Uh, I'm rating my success the wrong way, not the biblical way. And you bring yeah. those things into, into repentance and submission and, yeah. and you, you change. And then, but then, you know, the old flesh comes again, the old man knocks at the door and do you open that door? Do you close it? It's, it's a battle, mm-hmm. uh, marriage, you know, heaven or hell. I was going to work mm-hmm. on a marriage book. That was one of the titles yeah. and it, it, it can't be either, of course, but you know, you can have a, a great marriage and if your heart is right and your attitude's right, but then there's people dealing listening where their spouse isn't a believer or they're caught in addiction or they've separated and they're not coming back. And so uh, I want to encourage you um, to just seek the Lord in all of this. Uh, He uses our brokenness and times of brokenness to lead us to a deeper understanding of him and intimacy with him. And he may rebuild, he may choose to rebuild elsewhere. Uh, But it's, it's just, and I can't stress this enough because here's what I don't like doing. I don't like saying, oh, just do this, 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 this. Here's this checklist. Just do this. Oh, Bring right. home flowers. Just wake up with a smile. But Flowers it, might help. Yeah, that's true. It can't help. <laughs> I need to do that. But, but your relationship with the Lord, that foundation is really, you know, how you're going to build everything else. 100%. Absolutely. I actually just shared this on my Instagram yesterday. A couple nights ago, I was having... Follow Morgan on Instagram. Oh, my goodness. What's it um, called, by the way? The Other Half? Yeah, Idleman, The Other Half. And you want to do a blog. I'm trying to get her work on the next blog, but it's it's tough. I don't know. I feel like... Time. Are Instagram's blogs even a thing? Like, they I are. Feel, yeah, I mean... People, yeah. I absolutely. do have one. I think I've written four blog posts in the entirety of... And they're really good. It's just <laughs> finding the time Thanks. to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember starting, I said, Lord, whatever, if you have me write something, I'll write it. I'm not just going to write to write. 
just to throw something out. And, for, like, has to be God inspired. And here's sure. even a, a, another great example: my writing style and your style. Totally you know, different. I'm like editing. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't edit her stuff, and she can't because like all these little jokes and happy faces and smilings and little quirky things and. And innuendos. It's so and, true. But it's it's good. And women love it. Guys like it. And I'm like, man, it's I just write I write like Ravenhill, you know, and, and, and like a newspaper yes. article just short to the point, like That's my mom told so me just, just boom, 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 right, left, hook, punch, whatever. Yeah. No, right hook, left punch, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to even like, you know, edit our even though we can for grammar errors. It's yeah, just, we just, our writing style is completely different. And why is that? Because God wired us differently. differently. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, a couple of nights ago, I was just having a hard time falling asleep, started feeling very anxious. And I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm typically someone who struggles with anxiety. I mean, definitely it hits from time to time over the years, but, um, and I was laying there and just, you know, Lord, what is going on? I need to fall asleep. I, why am I feeling this? It's just driving me crazy. And I just remember, um, I feel like he said, keep your eyes on me. Remember, keep your eyes on me. And it just took me, um, I started thinking about in the Bible where Peter, you know, as long when he stepped out of the boat, as long as his eyes were on Jesus, he was fine. As soon as he took him off and looked out the waves, that's when he started sinking. And how true, you know, when I get my mind focused on, you know, oh, what's the, what's the future going to be like? And for our kids and or, you know, the wave of uh, the pressures of life or if I start focusing on the wave of motherhood and all the overwhelming thoughts and things that come with that or on the wave of maybe regret or different things, um, that's when I start sinking. And that's, of course, going to affect the marriage. And when I put my eyes back on Christ, put my focus back on him, remembering that at the end of the day, he's all that matters. He's, he's the one getting us through. He, you know, eventually I'm in heaven and that's my home for eternity. Amazing. You know, all this stuff just, just falls at the wayside. And so as soon as I did, my heart calmed and settled and I was able to fall asleep. Um, But that's all that to say, I agree. Your relationship with Jesus has to be first. And the times, mm-hmm. maybe when we've had little babies or different things, when I've not been in the word as much and not been as close to the Lord, boy, the marriage suffers for sure. Because as yeah. they say, the, the woman sets the tone for the home. And I've not always been amazing at setting that tone. So And we I balance each other <laughs> out. You know, one of the big, we can probably talk about too, one of the big struggles that we do have consistently mm-hmm. is the kids' education. Um, because, you know, obviously the mom wanting, and, and rightly so, reading well, writing well, all these things, top, you know, mm-hmm. being A pluses and education so important. Well, that's another thing. I got A's in school. You got mm-hmm. D's and S's. Barely, so that's another good. difference well, of the, our. Well, the reason is I can see it in some of our kids is I excelled when it's stuff I enjoyed. I yeah. I mean, I, I just devoured theology, devoured mm-hmm. health and, and things and and because I don't care what is the you know mm-hmm. potassium on the chemistry scale <laughs> and <clears throat> the the uh, bio uh, the uh, whatever what's that algebra what's above algebra? Um, Gosh, trigonometry. Trigonometry. It's like just bored the <laughs> heck out of me. And so yeah, I barely graduated high school. And um, but still, you know, my first job made great money. Second job in my twenties, custom home, six figures, and it God rewards mm-hmm. hard work and diligence. And yeah. I I know the kids will excel when they find 
what they were created to do. Like maybe my son would love Popular Mechanics magazine, read it, want to go build things, but Mm -hmm. he's not going to do good in other areas. Mm -hmm. And so... That's Balancing definitely been a learning yeah. lesson. I'm like, well, I don't, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, hey, they read, they write, they're better than where I was at. But that's doing actually good, helped but... me a lot. I feel like more than yeah, disagreements, I feel like, like it's been on? more. What's going on? Because um, we've only ever homeschooled. So our oldest turns 18 and graduates high school and gets her AA at the same time. No thanks to me because that was completely yeah. the Lord. But loves, we've only ever, homework. Like, we've only ever <laughs> homeschooled. And so I don't know any different. And I've had some very, very, very overwhelming days. And you have always been my cheerleader in that and encourager in that of they're doing great. As long as they can read, they can learn anything. So once they get something that they're really interested in, that's when it's going to click. And that's helped me and you tremendously. Listen to and then you. six months later, I start, oh, we're behind on this. We're not doing this. We're not. And then you'll have to kind of, you know, probably every six months, you have to remind me they're they're going to be fine. God's going to work. You, Look at me. You listen to a lot of the negative Nellies early on. Yeah. Like they're not going to be socialized. They're yeah. going to be hermits yeah. living in a house, little house in the prairie, trapped, yeah. stupid when they get out. Not And they don't understand that a lot of homeschooling kids can excel yeah. because they ask the questions they are, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that cracks me up. They're not going to be socialized. Give me a yeah. break. Socialized to death. They, they are and socialized what kind of socialization do you want them to have? Exactly. But this isn't a knock against if yeah, your no. kids go to public school. Obviously, you and do what's private, best. And for, charter. Yeah, we, I've right. learned a lesson to just. We're homeschooling our son through a, through a private school right now. So he's home a couple of days. He's there a couple of days. Yeah. A beautiful. It's the perfect balance for that kid. Every kid is so different. So as you're praying, you're taking the Lord on the same page with your spouse. Um, that's what you do for your family. For us, this is just, we've prayed every year and it's where, where we've landed every year. So, And we have friends and people at the church with in all areas, you know, they feel mm-hmm. called to put their kids in public schools and mission field. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you can, if you can do that and your kids are solid and you can counteract what they're being taught. I mean, I, I have strong thoughts about that, of course. And I, I don't know if a child can really ready for the mission field. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, that's not here nor there. I'll let the parents have to answer mm-hmm. God on that. And some people, um, I can think of some people who have to work and they, they sure. can't do it right now. And Hey, God's God with them. I was, up. I went to the public school. As me too. You know, yeah, and so I you, know. Well, then learned, I went to a private, a lot of lessons. private <laughs> Catholic school sometimes. in high school, which was, oh my goodness, yeah. hard, 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 hard. I yeah. think the teachers just said, poor Shane, let's get him through this. <laughs> and then, um, but looking at a or lot they of said, my friends, us, let's get this guy out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but looking back now, um, a lot of my friends, you know, are addicted, alcoholism, mm-hmm. divorce, um, a few have, have passed away. Uh, one, uh, one, uh, David, I'm not going to say his last name is in the news recently. He's going to go to jail for a while for fraud. Um, and I can just looking back, I'm like, wow, God, you've really, you've blessed me beyond measure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say, you know, right up there in the top 5% of that class, you know, may not, may not financially, of course, but, you know, relationally, mm-hmm. health wise, um, physically, spiritually, and mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I was the bottom bottom of the class like 1.8 GPA very barely I don't know if I'd be like like the last guy maybe I don't know yeah. I have to look into Skin that your teeth. but yeah and but then the, uh, eventually the high school last year wanted to do a profile on our marriage and the family and the church because of what God has done you know writing 
why am I writing articles yeah. nationally where the White House has read them? Mm -hmm. Christian leaders have read them and have told me that. And here I am, basically a country boy, no education, grammar wasn't well, still isn't well, mm -hmm. dyslexia, very hard learning, reading is hard, and but God uses that, mm -hmm. that, that weak vessel so he gets all the glory, all the yes. credit, all the strength in that. I don't know what this has to do with I the know. podcast topic, <laughs> but um, Let's, that's a good segue. Yeah, let's go into go. so another We're thing. I some minutes into it, so we oh can, gosh, we can wrap it up soon. Um, another thing I think um, that comes into is comparison. That's that, that I was going to say two things: comparison trap of you know try oh, to try to not fall into the comparison trap can i have a break yeah just don't chomp it loud. Right. get away from the microphone <laughs> um definitely stay away from comparing uh it just leads you down a, a dark path so i think that's all i'll say on that but just a lot of noise you over sure you. are wait comparing example comparing. like comparing oh well we listen who people are on facebook and instagram is not who they really are because yeah. i remember you'd say look at they're traveling. Look at they're having all this fun. And look at we're you know we're, we can't go anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. some of those are divorced now. True. Yeah. I, say I remember. Don't. I remember learning one time because I was comparing a certain situation to. I think we had just had kids and the newborn phase. That was really oh. hard for me. That was really hard for you. We just some people love that phase. For us, it was just really put your head down, get through those first few months and. Um, but I remember, you know, we had kids around the same time as, as some other people we knew and at church or whatever. And, um, you know, the, those wives got to go out while the husband watched the baby and, you know, weren't on a strict time limit or this and that. And, and I remember you were like, two hours is my max. You got to be home within two hours. Instead of being thankful that, oh, hey, you're taking... Oh, because the little ones were tortured. That's what I'm saying, the baby babies. I didn't know how to, like, they're just crying right. for you. They don't want me. Totally. And, and I'm so like, instead I'm of me being thankful. construction, tired, yeah. Right, I start comparing. Well, then I remember um, later, a few years later, hearing a lady talking about how her, she couldn't even take a shower. Like, her husband wouldn't even watch the baby for the shower. She had really? to take him in. She had to take him in there and, and put him in the little seat while she took a shower. And it dawned on me in that moment, ah, if you're going to compare, compare down versus no, up, no compare, compare to, you know, remind yourself of the blessings the Lord has given you versus what you don't have. And so that just set the whole thing. But um, what I was going to say, too, is let's talk for a minute about disappointments. This came across my mind the other day. Um, I don't and comparing remember. looks, too. I mean, not, but mm -hmm. like I'm, when you married me, I was single and working out all the time and you know, just mm -hmm. what I would, you know, just good shape and exercising. And then as you get older, you know, and me changing, not being able to do that. Not that I'm not. But, yeah, but the funny know. thing I think is, like, I think you've gotten more handsome than me the older you've gotten. Oh, we're going to have to note this. Let's time. <laughs> where's the time stamp on this? You better say the same. No, I'm just right kidding. Oh, yeah. No, I've definitely <laughs> No, you don't fallen. age. I feel like you don't even I've age. I've definitely fallen more in love. And we, we just, you know, um. Yeah, I definitely I compare myself to where, okay. yeah, 20 years ago. Oh, gosh. Anyway, well, let's move on compare, from that topic. Like financially, you know, the ministry where, I mean, you're not going to, I gave up, um, you know, I was one of the top producers at Coldwell Banker and yeah. they, you know, I could have. Making good. Yeah. Money. And then I had to pretty much give it all up, which yeah. I hate saying that because you give don't it up give it up. So yeah, you, much. You, yeah. I, I had to let go of something to gain even more, right. you know, with, exactly. with following God and, mm -hmm. 
that was tough for you and me because yeah. we weren't used to budgeting as closely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. just um, for sure tightening up. A yeah, little financial bit. issues. But what would you think would be the key? But I was gonna. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go yeah, ahead. I was gonna say on that note of like even disappointments. So just real quick because this is a lesson that I've learned, and I don't know if this will help some of the women or men too, but. In thinking about, you know, when you're frustrated and you're in a a battle of, it could be big, it could be small, uh, anything. You have two different ideas on things and, and, you know, the husband say gets, you default to whatever the husband does. And then your mind can go into areas of, well, I'll just use you for a name since it's us talking. So, you know, oh, well, Shane gets his way. Why don't I get my way? You know, da, 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 da. And then the other day I was thinking, well, what's the alternative? If we go towards whatever, whatever it is, I don't, I not even think of an example right now. So it's probably not making let's sense, but let's think of an example. So, mm. okay, let's do Florida and, and mammoth. mammoth just, okay. just for the sake. This isn't what I was thinking, but just it's all I can think of right now. So, yeah, oh, okay. Well, Shane got his way. We came to mammoth. Well, what's the alternative? Me getting my way and going to Florida. Then he could be over here going, oh, well, she gets her way. So. The whole point in it, and I don't know. It's a shelter kind of, in a hurricane. Let's not horrible. forget that part. Let's not horrible. forget that. <laughs> that wasn't even part my right like example. No, it, it was more of like when you all this kind of when I was thinking about keeping my eyes on the Lord and and the more you focus on Him, the more you realize how selfish you are. The more I focus on Jesus, the more I'm willing to go. Hey, what do you want to do? The less. You know, because our, our flesh does rise up. Well, why, why am I not getting my way? Why can't we do that? Why aren't we do, you know, for whatever, uh, example you can fill in the blank in your own life, the more you surrender to the Lord and keep your eyes focused there, the more you see your selfish motives mm-hmm. or your this or that. And the more you can just kind of quiet your soul and go, it really doesn't matter. And go with the flow. It, it, right? mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. I mean, a perfect example, we've eaten up here together pretty much other than two times. But like one time I'll go to a very healthy restaurant and, <laughs> you know, 60 feet, 70 feet away, she'll go get a BLT. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to get a, a huge salad with all kinds right. of stuff on it and, and tuna and just, you know, and I feel good. I eat healthy. Yeah. And she feels good because she got, <laughs> she wanted a BLT. <laughs> and so, but finding that compromise. And then later she goes, I'm tired. I'm like, that's right. You didn't eat. You had too many carbs. You didn't eat. Right. But anyway, that's funny too, because we had to find a balance in that because you can get too carried away with health, but you can get too lazy with with just, and as we get older, we're realizing. We can talk about that for a minute. We've talked on different, like Uh when we've done our marriage Q&A at the church and things. Give me some grapes. That is one. (laughs) That's one area that we've had to really learn each other and give grace. And that's been a difficult challenge when you have someone who was raised junk food junkie over here. I mean, Fruity Pebbles, Taco Bell, uh, just, and not, I mean, my mom did, my mom was a single mom for a while, but she did cook when she could and different things. So it's not a knock to her at all. Um, but it's just, you know, back then I think too, there wasn't as much of a focus on organic and we didn't know sugar was horrible for you. And yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, you know, that's, that's when you grow up, However many years I've been alive, I won't say. But actually, I don't understand why women have a problem saying they're age. I'm 42. I never understood that. Like, don't ask a woman her age. Why not? I don't understand. Anyway. um, Well, maybe at 50. Possibly. Maybe that's where it's going to (laughs) click. Maybe so. Oh, now I see um, why. Yeah, totally. But, um, you know, so anyway, then I meet Shane, who uh, was definitely 
farther along in his health and fitness journey than I was. And so that, you know, I had to learn, I mean, even different things of, like you said, eating on vacation. Okay, well, sometime, like tonight, we're going for our anniversary is actually today and we're going to have dinner at a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Probably not what you would choose. I don't, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, that's the funny thing is people, I'm not but perfect. I wanted like, it. I was like, please, real, Mexican. Somebody who's hardcore, I'm not even. Well, that's the yeah, funny thing. I, yeah. he really healthy people think we're not healthy enough. Extremely unhealthy people think we're so weird Over and. The top, oh, yeah. Totally. Um, but, but anyway, on that note, so, I want you to feel better too. Like when you have the right. BLT, you're all tired and want to sleep, carp crash, insulin rise. Sure. I'm like salad and tuna. I'm ready to go on a hike. Yeah. You know, so it, it to me, and as I get older, I saw my dad die at 54. So I'm one year away from when he died. It's wow. just, yeah. And and seeing that. how mentally, as, as you get Gosh. older, you lose your, I mean, Alzheimer's, dementia, a yes. lot of that is, is directly related, diet related, health related. Yeah. And so I just see... Energy with the grandkids. I don't yeah. look, I mean, six pack abs, those days are that's, over. And that's the <laughs> that's wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong, you know, view altogether. I'm talking about longevity as far as productivity. Because yes. people say, why do you care how long you live? Don't you want to go see Jesus? Why well, want to be productive? Yeah. And that's, that's actually something I have oh, said right. in our <laughs> conversations oh, yeah. is, I don't care. I'm I like, for me, food is such an experience. Like, I can't even, to me, if I go to the movies, movies, which is very rare these days because there's nothing good out. But if we go to the movies, for me, I'd rather not go to a movie mm. than to go and not have a soda and popcorn and a candy. Like, but that's a very wrong But then on the flip mentality. side, on the flip side, mine is I don't want to go and feel like crap. Right. So see, exactly. and even on vacation right now, yeah. this week, people I are like, no, you're doing good. But she, I, I want to go on vacation. Like people, and now I can eat, pig out, eat whatever I want. And that's what happens on vacation. People gain yeah. weight. Where I'm like, I really, I want a vacation where I feel good. Yeah, have and energy have to do what you want to do. And energy, and I come home the same weight that I left. Yeah. Not that the scale matters, but I think we should, I sure. I think we should take care of this body God's yeah. given us. And I'm yeah. not perfect. I am I can tell that, you know, my my abuse when I was younger, mm, lots of Taco yes. Bells, right. lots of <laughs> alcohol, steroids. I mean, it, it could catch up. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I'm going to. Yeah. So that's what I've, that's the approach I've taken in the past of, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I don't care. I do. I look forward. I don't have a death wish, but I so look forward to if, if the Lord took me now, I'd have zero problem. I pray. I know he would take care of the kids and, you know, it would be sad for the kids, but I'm, I am excited that my home is heaven. So for me, I'm like, I don't need an extra 10 years. I don't care. I want to just eat what I want and be happy and, and I'll go when it's my time. But that really helped me when it opened my eyes so much when you said we we're having this discussion, I don't know, a year ago or so. And you said, yeah, but what about the last 10 years of your life? So let's say, you know, it's it's not going to prolong your life, but those last 10 years. You're in hospital. What if the kids it, are caring for you. and Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that is a like wake up call just because I don't with want. Us. Yeah. 67. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Nanny, if we can't say that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> And she, she, won't care. she it's won't an care. hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes to the lake. Yeah, last year. In August. Last, uh, mm -hmm. Oh, no, it was a year ago. It was a year yeah. ago. But and I'm like, now that. Right. And yeah. that is, so it, in other words, for me as an eye opener, I've actually learned a lot from you over the years where, you know, sometimes my flesh is like, oh, I just want to blah, blah, blah. But the more I learn and the more you learn, the more you're accountable for the information that you know. So True. anyway, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm farther behind than you are. But I am, I think we can agree, way farther along than I was mm -hmm. 20 years ago when you and, married me. Yeah, for sure. And how is this relevant? Well, I would say 
you, your food intake and what you consume is plays a bigger role on your mental health and relational health than you think. For example, in the last yes. podcast, we did talk about both of us getting off caffeine and how that really helped. Is, mm -hmm. is I mean, not perfect, but you're not as irritable. You're calm. You're easygoing. Go with the flow. More not so, stressed sure. as much. Yeah, you still do it, but mm -hmm. you're not adding this very high energy you know, uh, central nervous stimulant mm -hmm. fight or flight into your body every day. And you guys, it, it definitely oh, cuts down a fight. Just... Yeah. 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 And then sugar, you know, when I have sugar, I'm like, especially with a little bit of caffeine in the morning, I'm mm. like, I don't want, I don't want to run into anybody. Yeah. And then you get emails that shouldn't tick you off and they tick yeah. you off. Yeah. And, to, and so I just think so if you true. can take care of your body, ex see exercising, produces serotonin yeah and serotonin is a neurotransmitter that really helps with how you feel mm -hmm. uh, and so many people are eating crappy all day they don't feel good now they're overweight they're sluggish diabetes is a health crisis for our nation then they're going to offset it with maybe a prescription drug or some drinks at night and it's this endless circle and life is miserable and so is marriage yeah and so i think i think well, then health plays a pretty big role totally. for those who can now obviously and, but but budget wise and expense and yeah you sure. do have to cut out some things. You know, well, to, that's what I was going to say too. I mean, we're going to be entering a season here where I I'm approaching, you know, in the next few years possibly, um, what they oh, call menopause for women. Yeah, and menopause. so you know, I know that I've been reading up on that and just the importance of like Maybe I'm going to have to be life crisis at yeah. the same time. I want a Corvette. But, <laughs> But what was my point? Sorry. Oh, uh, just the the things that I've read, you know, um, like because you had talked about to the best of your ability, like there's yeah. going to be people. This isn't uh, whenever you talk about someone being overweight, I want to make sure the listener understands mm -hmm. this isn't knocking. that yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's not a oh, blah, blah, blah. It's just the best we can take care of our bodies. If someone's taking care of their bodies the best they can and they're still yeah. have have a little extra weight, that's. That's, that's yeah, no, that's a lot of people. Um, I'm, I might be going through that, you know, in the next few years here, because I've heard it so hard, like all the things, and I've already experienced it actually in my forties, all the things that I used to do to, you know, stay in shape or take care of my body. They're not working as well no, anymore. They're not. Funny, funny <laughs> tip. It's not fun. Funny tip. I don't know if we should say this, but uh -oh. it's okay. Because you didn't say it. It's unplugged. <laughs> people use it against us, but that's okay. Yeah. When we first met, before we got married, I actually got you ready for Miss California. You did. You were in Miss what California, right in and uh, we did the chicken breast, brown rice, cut, cut, cut tomato. Cut all my frappuccino. I think back then, frappuccinos were new to me, and I was having them all the time. And uh, amazing results, but of course, it was a very strict lifestyle. It was very strict. But yeah. anyway, I just thought that was a funny thing. She would never tell you guys no, that. No, I and, would um, not. <laughs> yeah. And, but. but yeah, that was well, – well, your point was – and I even notice it too. Now it's it's much harder, so you have to. Mm -hmm. um, but you can with intermittent fasting, with fasting, with with getting rid. And I think yeah. there's a lot to getting rid of a lot of carbs. Yeah. You know, I'm not a keto fan, but I think we eat too much processed foods and grains. Well, and I can testify. I mean, I do feel. I know you got you get a lot of flack a lot of times for talking about health or this or that because people don't want to hear it sometimes. And I mean, it's helped a bazillion people, but sometimes people get mad because they don't want to hear they say, it. Stay in your lane. Just yeah. preach the gospel. Yeah. So I'll I'll go ahead and talk about it so you can get a break and they can get mad at me. It absolutely affects things like when I'm eating better, feeling better, just, you know, taking care of myself spiritually, physically. 
I feel like I'm running on all eight cylinders. I'm not as moody. I'm not as irritable. I'm not as, you know, get away from me. I don't want to be around people. When you're taking care of yourself the way God created, because let's be real, the, the Bible talks about our physical body. It's not as important, but it right, for sure. it does talk about it. Yeah. It is important. It's just not as important. And so right, yeah. when we're ministering in this body and we're helping people in this body and we're praying for people in this body and you don't have the energy to do all of that, that affects you and that affects your marriage a hundred percent. So I don't know. And Hopefully we, this will help someone. And we got up this morning. It was 45 degrees Freezing. and went on a jog, felt much better. Yeah. I did. Sure. And I sent a picture to Pastor Abram, and he said, <laughs> "Boy, she's sure a trooper." And I, <laughs> yeah. and I had to clarify with him, "Hey, this I is her idea. <laughs> this is her idea, man. Don't throw this on me. I would have been just fine, just staying in a warm cabin." That's people true. Can, but then people That's have this so image funny. of me too, like ah, oh, just you know. Well, because like, you talk about it and try and help people. Well, also, more. I preach kind of. My preaching is hard because mm-hmm. it's my calling. Right. But then they think he must treat you and the kids like right. he preaches yeah. and imagine like, oh imagine. my gosh hey time for dinner time for hey, dinner repent uh, repent, repent you hello, those vegetables. <laughs> come on uh but no we actually have a lot of my fun ki- actually and- our kids said um well, we just asked them recently oh on your birthday maybe yeah. what's your favorite thing about dad and one of them uh, says his laugh because you get this guy going and his laugh is just contagious i mean i could laugh just right now thinking about your laugh it's so funny so yeah it's not all I mean, you're a type A and, and get things mm-hmm. up, but you don't, it's not that you never loosen up or can't have fun or, yeah, I think well, people's opinion of your, your preaching flows into, yeah. for sure. Well, when they have this perspective of me, when I do loosen up, you know, when I do. They don't know how to handle it. Like, oh, well, Someone actually just yeah. told us that recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who you are if you're listening. <laughs> didn't, didn't know and how. That was a good one, though. Yeah. I, I learned Shane a good lesson on that one. just kind of, you know, we were doing a game night and, and, and said, I mess with said people. just I messing do. around. Um, and it did get to, the, the person didn't know how to handle it or how to take it. And so we didn't find out this until several months, maybe a year later, recently. And so we just all had a good laugh because Shane's like, oh, gosh, I don't even, I don't just. Mm-hmm messing with you but i think when people see you in a different light so that's that fun. was fun and i had but, fun um, playing chess with or checkers with yeah simeon that's recently. what i was gonna say so my but uh, i, I want to go on record yeah <laughs> no i i have to go on record <laughs> i've never had three kings jumped yeah in one game i gotta give him props for that yeah. that was that was crazy. I still didn't win yeah. but You're you know gotta throw that. <laughs> i've never had that happen and and all my years of that playing checkers, I sit there and go, you've got to be kidding yeah. me. Even wow. he said, I don't even care that I lost because I got three kings. Yeah, how, do you, how do you jump three kings? I don't know. That was one, cool. Yeah. But that's what I was going to say for me, for my last, because I know we probably have to wrap it up soon. One uh, hour we, with the Idlemans. That's what we'll just call this. A, um, just an encouragement to anyone who's getting married or who've been married a while and it just Hard wasn't seasons. exactly what you thought. We had, um, so our, our oldest is in a courting relationship and so we had her her boyfriend over for dinner and games and we we're just having fun and just talking about their future plans, Lord willing and all this stuff. And 
after half an hour, Shane looks at me and looks at them and goes, wow, this all sounds nice right now. This sounds great right now. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting into, you know, and so. But in I, a nice way. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like? No, it's smart. You, you should. People considering marriage should be talking about things and talking about hard things. Absolutely. This, this but I think they should have this good expectation, too, and this could be. But, totally. But, but understand, yeah. knowing that everyone and I. T- so after he said that, we laughed and I said, you know, a few years from now, we could be sitting at this table and we're going to be telling you, no, guys, you may not get divorced. You're going to work this out because it's just real life hits you and you can't you can prepare, but you can't prepare. You can only prepare so much. Real right. life is what happens. You get married. Your expectations get uh, unmet. You get disappointed. You're comparing. You're going through financial struggles. Your intimacy isn't. Uh, at amazing point that you want it, all these things come in, and that's so normal. So if you're in a if you're in a hard spot right now, just know. I mean, I, I hopefully this podcast points you every time back to Jesus. And I know it sounds cliche. Oh, you're in a hard spot. Just you know, it's all about Jesus. But it really is like if you can actually wrap your head around the fact that you have a Creator of the universe who created you, who created your spouse and says, Hey, if you guys will follow me, if you'll humble yourselves, if you'll keep your eyes on me, keep me at the center. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect, but I will walk you through this marriage. Your marriage is actually the whole point of marriage is to be a reflection of Christ and the church. So if you can get your mind out of the space, my marriage is to make me happy and to please me and give me everything I ever wanted and turn it to the idea of my marriage actually to be a testimony to people of what Christ is like with his bride that changes things. And so as we can humble ourselves, get out of that headspace, get into how can I serve this person and when both people are doing that, especially, man, watch out. That's a power man, couple. Man, I'm sitting here going, so true. Mm-hmm. So hard to do. Yes, absolutely. And um, we also, I think, sometimes say, hey, let's just, let's just not talk about this today or tomorrow. Let's give it a few days. Yeah. Let's take it to the Lord. And, um, you know, and I also want to encourage those who maybe your spouse is an unbeliever or you're in a very challenging spot and, mm. and there is... Um, you know, just no hope right now. You know, you're probably saying, "Oh, that sounds good for you guys or others," but my situation is dire, and um, we we see that come across the church cal- uh, counseling yeah. office a lot. The key is you focus on Christ. Mm-hmm. You focus on what God wants you to do. Let God lead you. Yeah. And um, like King David, God said, "You know what, David? You're not going to build the temple, yeah. but I see that it was in your heart. And I'm mm-hmm. going to reward you." And the marriage might not be restored. Mm-hmm. Um, the brokenness might still be there and the difficulties, the challenges Mm -hmm. might, it might be a few more years, but God sees your heart. God will see you through. And I do know this, uh, the greater the battle, often Mm -hmm. the deeper the relationship you have with the Lord, the more suffering, the more your savior is near and dear to you. So that would be encouraging on that part. On that note too, um, whether the spouse is an unbeliever or not, but say someone's in a really tough spot and, you know, it's 98% the other person's fault. Let's say it's, it's, let's say it's 98% the other person's fault. You still have 2% of the responsibility. If you can take, or even one, if you can bring yourself to the point, no matter how, you know, quote unquote, bad the other guy is, other spouse meaning, and you can say, you know what? I'm 1% at fault for the things going on. And if you can take that and humble yourself and lay it down at the feet of the cross and say, Lord, help me with my 1%. And you start reading and devouring the word of God and what it tells you to do. You know, if you're the wife, um, to 
be submissive, to honor and show respect in, in different ways. And if you can just really start working on you and not trying to change the other person, because let's face it, you're not going to change the other person. The more hard, the harder you try, the worse it's going to get. So if you can just really reflect inside and focus on you and how you can grow and what you can do better in the marriage, even if it's that small percent, I've personally seen through our women's Bible studies this happen and watched marriages come alive and begin to thrive because the husband takes no, the you're, husband you're can't the, the husband can't can't ignore what's yeah. happening and and oftentimes the lord is working on that person as you're working on you and you're still praying for that person you're still praying but you your focus goes from oh i'm going to change them why aren't they changing too you know what i'm going to change the the few things about me that might be contributing here right. they take notice for sure well, well praise god i hope that helped everyone we're just at an hour yeah, so that was great. And um, no, they'll, they'll hold on if they're interested. <laughs> Thank you for listening with our grape eating and tea drinking. Uh, and time. Yeah, I bet you went to. But anyway, guys, we want to we want to just end uh, just re real quick prayer. Lord, I pray mm -hmm. for those listening today that you would ignite a renewed passion mm -hmm. in their marriages, a renewed passion for you. You would break the strongholds of addiction and bondage mm -hmm. that they've opened the door to, that they would close the door via repentance mm -hmm. and they would begin to serve you and cry out to you and call out to you and, and maybe pray together and get their lives mm -hmm. back on track, refocus as a result mm -hmm. of this podcast. In Jesus' name, yeah. amen. All right, guys, we will talk to you next time on Idleman Unplugged. If you've enjoyed this episode of Idleman Unplugged, be sure to send us your ideas and topics for future episodes of the podcast. You can send us an email at westsidechristianfellowship.org or shaneidleman.com. Again, my name is Luke Duncan, and I am your host of Idleman Unplugged. Thank you for listening to us today, and join us again on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Eidelman Unplugged. For more information, visit us at shaneidelman.com. Again, that's shaneidelman.com. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. El Paseo Publications proudly supports the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network. We are committed to quality in Christian publication. Free ebooks can be found at westsidechristianfellowship.org under free ebooks. Books such as What Works for Men and What Works for Young Adults will help readers understand that the obstacles ahead are never greater than God's power to take you through. Books such as What Works When Diets Don't and Feasting and Fasting demonstrate how health can be achieved from a biblical perspective. Other free books such as Answers for a Confused Church and Desperate for More of God show the importance of fully surrendering our lives to Christ. And One Nation Above God is a must-read for anyone concerned about the direction of America. Again, free downloads of these eBooks are available at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We are happy about partnering with the Westside Christian Fellowship Radio Network.